the sports minds where all roads lead to sports. And we talk ball every season. We're your hosts, legendarious Taskmaster Z and Filthy. All right. Yo, yo. Get after it. Yo, episode seven. We gonna we gonna start off with what we like to call, you know, equal is it equality? Is that what we're elevating? We're elevating our sisters of all races. And by all races, I mean we're elevating this white girl. Caitlin Clark <laughs> is the truth. Races so, and races. Yo, come on, man. She's been on a crazy run uh this yeah. entire this entire postseason. Uh 26 and 12 first round, 22 and 12 second round. 31 and 8 third round. And then these last two rounds, bro, a 41 point triple double against Louisville in the Elite Eight. And then last night against formerly undefeated South Carolina, 41 points, eight, re- uh, eight assists, six rebounds. Like, Don Staley looks shell shocked. Bruh, it's literally no like, is Steph Curry, is Steph Curry type. Basketball that Sonia Curry as a female. All right. And I don't have to say like the you know, the Steph Curry comparison, cool. But then she has that, you know, that old school, you know, MJ Kobe swag where it's like, no, nah, I'm awake, like, nah, I'm not covering this person. Yeah. Trash. Honestly, I like her All court right. vision. Her vision's very nice. Yeah, <laughs> she's a good passer, and you know, obviously all eyes are on her at all times. And I do love too. This was uh, against Louisville because they had a little girl that likes to talk a lot as well. And they caught they caught the little lip reading. Uh, the Louisville girls talking. Caitlin Clark's like, "You're down 15. Shut up." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I like that. Talk dirty, bro." So she yeah. she talks a, she talks a big game. She backs it up though. Yeah, you don't start to talk. That... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying she don't start to talk it. She just finish it. She, she, yeah, she goes out there and gets the buckets. True. I was going to add on to Hashmaster's point about her, like, being confident uh, on the court in terms of coverage. I forgot what particular quarter it was uh, with the South Carolina, but the, <laughs> the South Carolina player had the ball. She was, like, on the three arc, and that, I believe, was Caitlin's assignment. So she steps up, sees who it is, legit takes a step back and waves her off. Like, damn. Yeah. Okay, not yeah. only is that, so it's like, okay, I don't believe you to shoot. But my favorite part about the whole thing was not her rejecting the assignment, but the South Carolina player attempting the shot anyways. Like, <laughs> dude, just pass the ball. Like, you already got caught. You know you're not going to make it. Let's cut <laughs> points out of this drive. Hey, you know you know what that South Carolina player has, though? She has that Westbrook mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Like, I know oh, y'all ain't just going to leave me open. Yo, like, I'm a miss. Right, like I'm a miss? You think I'm Crank. a miss? Coach, I gotta shoot it. Coach, I gotta shoot. Yeah, shooters gotta shoot. You're not a shooter. For real. <laughs> but, but there was a joke I had made in the text. Um, there was at one point in the fourth where Clark just had a quick little cold streak. She went like 0 for 3, 1 miss 3, 2 miss layups, and she was like kind of looking for fouls, and I was kind of doing the joke like, oh, very Luca. Give him Luca right here. I didn't think it was a, a slight. It was just like, damn. Just a comparative uh, a, a behavior between great players. I just thought it was a pretty good moment yeah. during the game. Yeah. yeah. You know, you always want to get back to the free throw line to get 
getting get a, get in a rhythm, get your get your shooting stroke back. But but, but what I did it was when she got fouled. Well, she thought she got fouled, so she got up and threw her arms at the ref, and the ref's just like, "Yeah, the game's still going, bro." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know who you think is stopping this game because it ain't gonna be me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say that though. I will highlight the NCAA uh, women's tourney for that. They had an all women officiating crew. Uh, I think that that's pretty huge for the sport. Yeah. But I'll also say, as I was watching the Final Four, um, I was watching the uh, Harassi Bird uh, broadcast on ESPN too. And I will Ooh. have to say, the things these ladies can get away with—they were oh, making, they were making box jokes, they were making wood jokes, they were making crazy drinking jokes. Peyton and Eli could never. Oh, but yeah. they just had so much run. I was like, damn, they're just letting this go for sure. Let me let me turn up the volume on this. Yeah, yeah. they're they're savages with it. Especially yeah. their, especially their nickname for South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now we're set. We got a championship match on Sunday. It's gonna be Iowa against LSU. Uh yeah, it's gonna be a really good one. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good one. LSU, they got they got some killers on their side too. But and they all talk shit. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I am curious about this matchup just because watching the LSU uh Final Four matchup, I was like, dang, like this score is ugly, but they don't care as long as you don't make the bucket. Who cares? I was like, damn, this is gonna be an interesting matchup for Iowa. Yeah. So that's set for Sunday, and then uh we got Final Four today. So we're gonna be doing the predictions, and then we'll see if we're right or wrong afterwards. But we got FAU against San Diego State. And we got UConn against Miami. Well, real, real quick, before we get to the men, I will say last note on the women's. There was various moments in Iowa, <laughs> Iowa, South Carolina, where they were getting so chippy. I just wanted to fight. And at one point, you know, girls getting thrown to the floor, bloody noses. Like, they had to just fight. Like, just in the game, just throw an elbow. I just wanted it so bad. That's just <laughs> the, the chaotic person in me. I just wanted to see it. They were so close. Just do it. I feel you. But, you know. Not just not just in college, but in professionals, they ain't gonna fight. Come on, yeah. push each other, push each other a little bit, and then everybody will break it up. Almost fights. Well, I noticed with the women, no they more. get a little, uh, they get a little nasty on the little when they in the game and they all give the high fives. Oh, they get a little nasty right there. They'll quick oh, yeah. talk some s right there. They'll quick throw something real quick. I've noticed. I'm just like, damn, they really get down right here in the trenches. Yeah, I wish, I wish they had a mic'd up. If they had a mic right there when they're yeah, all, because you know, Woo! you know they're talking nasty. All those women, they, you know they're throwing yeah. something right there. Is oh, that I'm saying, if they if they mic'd up women basketball or women's sports, period, I think the shit talking would be more vicious than the men's. Oh, I believe it. That's yeah, the next yeah. step. I Absolutely. Hey, man, you want to get these ratings up? Come on. Well, maybe with the success that of this for the women, I, I, uh, I'll will... pay. I'll pay. I'll pay money if you got the women mic'd up. It's like I'll watch. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Watch the exactly. game with them mic'd up. I'll drop five dollars a game. Well, just interesting how like increasingly popularity the women's tourney is getting, but you know, on the other side of it, they're still getting like dragged in terms of like not getting fair representation or like even their uh, buyout on their uh, on their TV rights. It was sold to ESPN in a package deal for about 30, 40 million, 
whereas the men's tourney rights go for like almost 800 next season the men's tourney is projected to make like a billion dollars where the women are projected to make not even half that so it's just the disparity you know it's always been there it's not going they talk about it every tourney but it's like you know what's it going to take and you, you think an organization like the ncaa as money hungry as they are they want to capitalize on both the men and women but i guess they're not that money hungry at all go figure well, yeah, they don't care. at the end of the day, though, I mean, women's basketball doesn't make money. Men's basketball does. So that's yeah, what they make dollars to make sense. Yeah. That's fortunately the business, uh, baby. But speaking of the men's tournament, they probably losing. They're, they're not losing money. Clearly, they made money on the tournament, but they're going to be losing viewers because these matchups, you know. <laughs> One underdog, that's cool. You got all underdogs in the final four. So we got FAU versus San Diego State. That's a nine seed against a five seed. And we got UConn against Miami. That's a four seed against a five seed. You can maybe say like UConn and Miami are like bigger brands, but not really for basketball. How are you feeling about these games? And let me just say Crane got robbed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of egregious. Like, you're not going to call fouls all game, and you're going to call foul one second left. Get real. You're right. Uh, I, was, uh, I think it's interesting that the pundits are kind of all hovering over on UConn. Like, that just weird. Overnight, it just everyone just woke up and was like, UConn, UConn. But I'm with Whoa, you, Legendarius. Like, a bunch of, like, all right, these aren't the most appealing teams. I guess if I have to choose one, the only one from my bracket that I see that's – alive is sdsu so i guess you know i'll roll with that one down with the ship but we'll see what happens i mean that's the thing all these x factors you don't know what you're gonna get i guess you can get some entertaining basketball but i can't really call heads or tails yeah i just want to say that i did i pointed out uconn was running through teams last week before uh i I was just about to say that before the uh you know gonzaga game and i also want to point out like come on ref how how are you gonna get they were they were playing drew timmy Come on, got his fourth foul with 17 minutes to go. So at that point, it was just a wrap. But anyways, I think we've kind of seen it all tournament. Like nobody is really, nobody's even able to like press UConn. So I think they're going to take it all the way. But I'm a California man, so I'm rocking with San Diego State. Let's go. Go with Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you thinking, Hashmaster? Uh, no, I'm I'm going West Coast this time because I I know last week when uh, Legendary said you you Connor Gonzaga whoever wins that's going to win the entire tournament and he's probably right because that's what it's looking like but you know what this is an underdog year my bracket was totally blown up so I stopped watching. So I'm going to go SDSU just for the pure fact they're in California. That is it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. We, no we biases here. here. But I guess since I did say UConn, whoever wins that game is going to win, then I got to rock with UConn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're going to twist my arm and make me do it, I guess I'm rocking with UConn. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, those games are they're going down this evening. So hopefully we get some good basketball and championship game will be Monday. So by the time we drop or by the time we do our next episode, episode eight, we'll have a champion. Hell yeah. Two champions, men's and ladies. That's true. Oh, there you go. Inclusion. 
So, <laughs> shall we, uh, shall we address the elephant in the room? Uh, Let's do it. it. It's, it's only getting bigger. Is this a purple and gold elephant? Oh, yes, sir. Lakers are back and LeBron is back. <laughs> LeBron James. He's back, baby. LeBron. And I will say, AD played the game, had a scary moment, but didn't tap out. I'm totally proud of that guy. Yeah, shout out to you know him. he be falling. You know he be falling down like that, holding his ankle. Yeah, he be playing. He be he's really good at April Fools in a motherfucker. I'll say that for real. <laughs> for real. Right. But hey, man, he went down and I t- and I sent it out. I was like, oh my gosh, here we go again, classic. And then I was on. A, I was watching on a delay. Legendarius immediately with the cold water. Oh, he's back. It's fine. Oh, great, yeah, great. Like Actually, I waited for a second because I wasn't sure if I was behind. So I was like. Did I miss that? I, I guess I just wasn't paying attention when he was down. Uh, but, yeah, luckily he was back in the game. Monster game, 38 points, 17 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. I don't want to hold you up, but I did see something very interesting uh, after the game. Good old Rudy Gobert. This man cannot help himself. They were talking to him about the game, and he said, to be honest, the Lakers' comeback was a fluke. It was my fault. I was feeling bad for AD. I was. I remember I was going down, getting ready to jam the ball in. I saw AD was hurt. I softened up on my offense, and now look what happened. They all came back. Like, I totally blame myself. The Lakers got lucky. That's Rudy Gobert for you guys. He's that big-headed. His soft heart let the Lakers come back. He really said that? Yeah. Wow. I even read it just to make sure. Uh, I, I read it to make sure it wasn't like an April Fool's thing because, you know, like, the internet is like West Coast, basically, or I mean East Coast, so they're ahead. Yeah. And I was like, "All right, this might be a this might be a troll." No, it's not. It, with his chest, I oh man, I, I felt bad for AD. I, I softened up. Oh man, they came back because because of me. I got soft. Oh my god, perpetuating the perpetuating the French softness stereotype. Exactly. <laughs> Get Jeez. real, bro. Rudy, see, oh my, I can't believe he said that. What the hell? I can't. This is the same dude who licked microphones. Uh, yeah, you're right. Literally licked microphones and caused COVID the next day. You're right. You know he caused the NBA Rudy sector of COVID. Well, Rudy Gobert, guess what? You can hold this L, sucker. Yeah. Which is hilarious <laughs> because the defensive intensity like, get out of here. once AD came back and there was just no response. So, But uh, if you want to put that on yourself, Gobert, go ahead. But I believe overall there was no one that was going to stop the Lakers that night after that injury. Yeah. Because they so, all came through. Four, 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 four of the guys just shut it down. Schroeder, shit. They all just – Vanderbilt, they all just said, fuck that, and they shut yeah. it the fuck down. Hey, yeah, Le- exactly. Vanderbilt, with, with LeBron back, that's like the best version of Vanderbilt. He's just unlocked. He's really just roaming the floor. We Like Vanderbilt and AD as like our defensive line, whew, that's a problem. Yeah. D-Lo, D-Lo is D-Lo, and Austin Reeves – He's still playing well, and LeBron's LeBron. I just can't. I just can't wait. Yo, we in the seventh seed right now. We are one game, one game from the sixth seed. Actually, one game from the five seed. Yeah, the Clippers. You, I'm looking good. The Clippers the and the Warriors got the same record. We have the tiebreaker with the Warriors already, and this is how our season ends. We got the Rockets. We got the Jazz. Those are two wins. We got the Clippers. So that's the one that could flip everything right there. We beat the Clippers. We jump from seventh to 
at least sixth, possibly fifth. Then we got the Suns and the Jazz. So realistically, we should end this game. We should end the season four and one. Like maybe we lose to the Suns. Four yeah. and one. That gets us out of the playoff or out of the play in and into the playoffs. And I'ma keep it, I'ma keep it real, because the Suns are sitting at four. I'll just take the sixth seed. I don't want to see them in the first round. Like, we'll see y'all later. Yeah. We'll see y'all later. Let's get yeah. the sixth seed. We can play the Kings in the first round. That'd be clutch. Oh, I kind of don't even want to see the Kings. They're, they're super on. Man, they don't play no defense. They don't play no defense. They You're right, the but the offense is so overwhelming. Like, what's your what's your move? Man, look. look hey, look, was, what's look. the move? You put AD and Vanderbilt <laughs> on Thank that front you. line. I was about to say. That's the move. Do you realize, Filthy, or anybody listening, that the Lakers are, like, number one defensively ever since they have this new team? So, like, no. They're, you know, the Kings may run around and, you know, and score some points, but they're not going to just beat the brakes off the Lakers like that. Oh, no, no, that definitely was not my implication. I just don't think you're going to be – it's not going to be a sweep either. No. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a sweep, but no. who would you rather play? You'd rather play the Suns or the Kings in the first round? You're right by that analysis. Definitely give me the Kings. It's uh, you're you got more to, to work with comparatively. Yeah, but it's just like, damn. Just like just watching them, it's just like, damn. Okay, I I get it. Yeah, but they you know they don't got the experience. It's a bunch of people that haven't been there before. You can unless you want to like say Harrison Barnes is a champion, but. He really uh, choked. He's so him. far removed from that, he's yeah, basically exactly. just a new Kings player. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, we gonna see in 2016. It's all I remember. Yep. And then they said, you know what, Harrison Barnes, we don't need you anymore. We want Kevin Durant. And speaking of Kevin Durant, he's back. Uh, so he returned. He's played two games so far. First game, he's getting his feet under him. I think he only had like 16 or 18. But last night, he dropped 30. He said, I'm back. 11 of 15, 30 points. Booker, 27 points. And this is the part that's scary. Chris Paul, 5 points, 13 assists. DeAndre Ayton, 8 points, 10 rebounds. It's like... They don't need it. (laughs) Like They don't need any other scoring apart from... KD and Booker, they can just go get you buckets. And then everyone else right. is like, whatever. Sure. Like, I know Chris Paul's happy about that. Here and there. <laughs> yeah. And Booker didn't wow. even have a good shooting game per se. He was 9 of 20. But yeah. also, it's not you don't want to read too much into this game because they did beat the Nuggets, but the Nuggets didn't have Jamal Murray, Jokic, KCP, yeah. or Michael Porter Jr. So held out a lot of their starters. It's yeah. a tune-up game, essentially, for them. Yeah. But even yeah. then, I mean, they beat the T-Wolves by seven. Jazz, 117-113. I mean, they're kind of a run. I mean, they, the last time they lost was the Kings, but they've been on a run. That's true. That is true. So, I expect the Suns to keep rolling. Uh, obviously, that's going to be – we got a good matchup. That's going to be on Friday, April 7th. NBA yes, TV, Suns-Lakers in L.A. So, it's going to be a good matchup this game or this week. And, you know, the thing with the Suns is just their health. With their, if they're healthy, you got to consider them co-favorites in the West. 
along. Yeah, they're yes. healthy. Along Williams, Lakers, you know, coaches a game with a clear head. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, as long as there's no foul disparity, disparity at all. Are we yeah. gonna talk about Luca's uh, future team next? Luca ain't <laughs> going nowhere, bro. Luca's going to New York. New York Knicks. He's Why would you Jaylen. think that? Yeah. He's watching Jalen Brunson ball out. <laughs> I think it's not, not so much he wants to go to New York. He just wants to go to anywhere Kyrie is not. <laughs> right. Oh, are we I'm, placing I'm, the blame I'm, on Kyrie now? No, I'm just speaking as Luca. Like, what? what's the solution here? We've got this guy. I'm not winning. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah that's not, that's not the issue, though. I mean, that's part of the issue. But the issue is they don't have uh, – we talked about it last week. It's just they don't have a bad roster. <laughs> like, yeah. like, Maybe our GM isn't as great as we thought, and he made a bunch of terrible moves and, like, doubled down. It's like, let's get more people that don't play defense. Yeah, and yeah. let's get rid of the people that do play defense, too, while we're at it. Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's what happened. But, nah, Luca ain't going to no New York. I, I was just trolling. But Jalen Brunson is a baller, and Dallas Mavericks, I know, like, in that front office, are kicking themselves letting that man go. Yeah, actually, like, you know what? Just because it's Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban's like, where it's like, no, I don't regret it. Whatever, wish him the best. We're we're gonna beat his team anyways. Like that's Mark Cuban for sure. Of course. Yeah. And it's like, how are you gonna beat his team, sir? You guys are in different divisions, but or different conferences. But speaking of Brunson, man went off last night, forty-eight points, career Ooh. high. Um. And you're wondering, here you may be wondering, it's like, damn, how did he put up 48 points? Because Julius Randle, ankle sprain, he's out for at least two weeks, which is Ooh. the rest, which is the rest of the regular season. So that sets him up to like possibly return when the playoffs start. But you have to remember it's an ankle. So he's not gonna be able to do anything. He's gonna be kind of out of shape because he can't run, can't he can't do much if he got a high ankle sprain. Correct. The Knicks are pretty much locked into the five seed, and the Cavs are pretty much locked into the four seed. So that's going to be the first round matchup. But um, who you got? I mean, with Randall being hurt, it's got to be it's got to be uh, it's got to be the Cavs. <laughs> and uh, Donovan Mitchell will you know, get out of the first round finally. So it is. This is a big time intriguing matchup on paper, though. Whether Randall yeah. is there or not, it just looks. I like I like it. This is gonna be one of the funner series to watch. Actually, yeah, this so. is gonna be that's gonna probably be like one of the well, at least in the East, probably the best first round series in the East. Uh, yeah, and you know, you know these New Yorkers, they're gonna be going crazy. Knicks back in the playoffs. Fuck your life, Bing Bong. <laughs> Bing Bong. <laughs> yeah. Bing so, Bong. <laughs> it's time. It's time. R.J. Barrett with the three. Bing bong. O.P. Poppins <laughs> got the rebound. Bing bong. Three-pointer. Bing bong. Julius Randle got injured. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. No, I was saying we got, sorry, we got uh, Steph Curry with the bang out here. And then out there, there's a bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, speaking of speaking of the East, let's, let's stick with the East for a, a minute. How about the Celtics absolutely Ooh. dumping, dumping on the Bucks at home, one forty ninety nine. Yeah, I, I, I felt all right. You know what? My heart goes out to all the Milwaukee fans, and I know you probably turned off your television because 
the beatdown was just too brutal to watch. So, yeah. <laughs> like, it was it was 75 to 49 at halftime. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was, I didn't even catch the first half. Brown, I was like, oh, damn. I guess I'm not watching this game. combined. Like, yeah. they, got a, they got abuse. And Giannis yeah. was playing. <laughs> like, yeah. It was but crazy. You know what? That, I, and look, this is Jalen Brown being like, y'all always trying to trade me. Always. So now I'm going to come out here, keep balling, and I'm going to show you. I am, a, you know, well, I, I don't know if it's like a number one thing, but basically it's like I'm untradeable. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. And Boston showed but, me something, though. Like, they they clearly, they knew the mission. They knew the objective going in there is like, no, nah, this is playoff intensity. Like, let's let's send a message to them on their home floor. And they did. Yeah. It's like everybody exactly. thinks everyone thinks Milwaukee's just going to run it right to the uh, to the finals. They're like, no, nah, we got something to say. Y'all better not forget about us. We got another level we can reach. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I think that just makes it like your East, your main, your, your three headed monster would be the Celtics, Bucks, what's the Sixers? Probably. I think that's like your biggest. <laughs> All right, all right. Do we think? Do we think Philly is a legit contender? No, uh, I'm. I'm gonna stay on the anti-Philly okay. train. I've been this way ever this? since Doc's been there. I don't believe it. How, how about this? I have a love-hate relationship with Philly strictly because of Doc Rivers not getting out of like the first or second round. So I'm not gonna say shit until <laughs> they're in the East, you know, East, Eastern Conference Finals, which they probably won't be. But yeah, they're gonna I have mean, to beat Boston or Milwaukee to get there. So like to get to get there, they're gonna have to beat one of those two teams. Actually, yep. they're gonna have to beat Boston most likely because Boston's pretty much stuck at the two seed. And I and I and, and the and the crazy thing is, I just don't think it's not even crazy. I just don't think they'll be able to do it. Uh, James Harden choker. Uh, Joel Embiid will talk will talk you up something good, um, and then yeah. when it comes to the playoffs, it's like he's a little underwhelming, and then it's like, oh yeah, I'll you know I'll play hard every other game, and it's like, nah, bro, we need you a hundred percent the whole time. So I'm still until I see that, and until I see James Harden not like turning over the ball fifteen times in a game, and you know missing twenty threes, or just simply too winded to run. You know, it's like I, I gotta, I gotta be safe. I'm treating them like my Dallas Cowboys, where mm-hmm. it's like, where it's like I can't legitimately put my stamp on you as a contender until I, I just need to see it to believe it. That's all. That's yeah. All. And I, I feel I like that. also it, it, it is gonna come down to Harden. Like Harden has the past. I don't even know how many playoffs come up small, ended up injured, whatever, and. If they're gonna, if Philly's gonna do anything, you need the Harden, like that regular season Houston Rockets James Harden. Yep. If he can transform into that, then the Sixers are a problem. I'm not sure because he has flashes. He has like little games here and there where he's like, you know, you know, I can still go get 40, 50, right? But for the most part, he's been more of a facilitator and you know, getting other people involved, letting Embiid eat. So. Again, I'm I'm with you guys. I gotta I gotta see it before before I jump on that train again. Oh, you know, yeah. since, we're just, since we're talking about Philadelphia and all that good stuff, uh, you know, I don't know if y'all were there when I was talking about who I thought 
you know, the softest player in the NBA was. But Ben Simmons, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just got to say, uh, it's clear on who won this trade um, at the same time. You know, good, good to see Joel, you know, flourishing regular season-wise. And then Ben Simmons is just so damaged that he can't even – he doesn't even want to play. That's the thing. He's not even hurt. He just doesn't want to play. Yeah. So. Well, didn't, didn't the team shut him down already? Yeah. It, yeah that's he, why I brought he's it up. He's done for the season. <laughs> Which is crazy because he's 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 uh he's shut down, but he's still earning his 70 mil. Yeah. He's like, Insane. oh, I got my money. He's still – not even that. He's showing up at the games. He's still sitting on the bench, everything. Like, no shame. He's just like, oh, I got my money, whatever. I'm good. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. I, I don't, think that's kind of why I like uh, Damian Lillard. Like, they shut Damian Lillard down, and what do you do? Straight to the stew, working yep. on the album. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to cry. I don't know if you guys heard his stuff. Dame does not make bad music, man. I, I, I'm not going to hate on that. I found a couple tracks I actually kind of I, I, I will roll, roll with, so I'm looking forward to the next project. Toby okay. and Dogway, Damian Lillard, Mini Me. It's a good one. Just wanted to throw it out there. Yeah. So, Docker show. Hey, and, uh, do we really? I mean, there's not really. I feel like at this point, it's solidified for me that Embiid's the MVP. But of course, everyone wants to find any angle they can to give it to Jokic. So now they brought up last weekend, Embiid didn't uh play a, against the Nuggets in that game, and they're like. Oh, this I definitely got to consider that when I'm thinking about the MVPs. He didn't even play the second game. And I'm like, okay, first of all, the Nuggets won by five. Jokic had a good game, 25 points, 12 assists, 17 rebounds. Goddamn. But are we going to forget what Embiid did head-to-head against Jokic and what Jokic did? Like, yeah. That's why it's like, it's not even, to me, it's not even a debate. And in that game, Jokic didn't have a terrible game either. 24 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds. But Embiid had 47 and 18. Yes. I want to hear it. You're right. If Embiid played, he would have still gave you 30 and 12 at the very least. He didn't play. And then you would have lost by like 25 at that point. So yeah. I, I, I think it's it's that's a moot point. Yeah, I wouldn't hold it against him the second time. It's like I need to see you play head to head at least once. They exactly. did. And Joel Embiid dogs walked him. And it's like you, you clearly could tell. It's like, yeah, I get it. The whole efficient player efficiency, triple doubles. I get it. I get it. But Use your eyes, people. And also, Do you really think Jokic is the best player in the league? Hell no. Yeah. And also, it's funny, too. You add up uh, – so both of these contests, and, you know, Embiid only played in one out of two. Jokic has 49 points. Embiid has 47. It's like, uh, I think I'll give it to Embiid. I mean, like, come on. Right. He has two less points. Jokic played two games. Embiid played one. Like, he dropped exactly. 47 on you, dude. I want to hear. Well, even that. then, to the uh, to the to those who actually get to vote on MVP and where legendary said they they would be critical of Embiid for sitting out. I hope they're also critical of you know the stats when they speak for themselves in terms of Jokic. Where come to find out, Jokic 
uh, when it comes to his play this season, he actually has been giving up the most uh, driving layup points on his position at 12.7 per game. So I hope they look at that as well. Oh, uh, want to give up whatever to Jokic. And I remember when we first started talking, you know, Jokic MVP stuff, I was more on the side of Jokic to start. But, you know, through constant conversation and me looking at his game since then, me looking at other stats. No, it's definitely like him getting MVP in the past. Can't speak to it, it's already done. This season, the credibility is kind of going out the window, to be honest, especially when I saw that stat as well. You can't you can't be the MVP and your position and you're just are invisible on defense. This is that's just the reality. And yeah. that's why Luca that's why Luca hasn't won one. Because you gotta play defense. You gotta yeah. like like give some effort. Get in yeah, the people's you, way. You can't just let people lay the ball up. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's essentially what I thought in my head. You're essentially, oh, here's a defender. Should I block him? No, here you go. And I've seen that in action plenty of times, even before this season. Jokic will and I mentioned that before. He will just whatever take the bucket. I want the ball back. And yeah. I just don't see how you can sit up here with a straight face and be like, yeah, MVP, but you don't really do everything. I don't get it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and essentially if you're a goddamn tower, like I feel like you allowing layups is like, that's a joke. Yeah. It's like, you're seven feet tall. Like you should be like, <laughs> you're the last person that should be allowing layups, sir. Right. Yeah. Well, even if you want to be, even if you want to provide flexibility, yeah. Okay. You're going to make, you're going to allow points as a player, but to be at Jokic's position that everyone elevates him to and to give up the most layup points per game. No, you, I don't, that doesn't translate into, <laughs> it doesn't translate into an accolade. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't see how that works. Yeah. Right. I feel you. We got the, you don't talk the hall of fame filthy. Oh, well, I was just really curious to see what you guys saw the ballot. I mean, the names kind of look good. I mean, you got the remaining, Everything Wait. related to Pop and the Spurs and up in there, but you you know you got some other other players. I just want to see what you guys are thinking. Get yeah, what, what uh, the Hall of Fame did for you guys. I mean, like obviously, notables, notables, Dirk, uh, Dirk, Dirk D Wade, Parker, Gasol, D Wade. Yeah, all champions. Pop. Uh, pretty obvious. Becky Hammond was interesting just because all right, it's the Pop connection. Let's be real, but okay, but well, she did get that. Uh, what's it? She got the title this year too. For the aces, yeah, that's true. That's very true. But yeah, I mean, I'm happy pals getting in. Like, duh, like Dirk, Dirk should be it. Like all these guys, it's like they should be first ballot, like no question. Yeah, I, I like, thought. I, I finals MVP, Dirk. Finals MVP, D Wade. Finals MVP, Tony Parker. Popovich got four chips. Gasol got two chips. Like, yeah, come on. I think as time goes on, it's really important for. Sports fans, just it doesn't even matter what your sport is, whatever you're into. Just every now and then, as time goes on, look up, just look up the greats or like the players that you're familiar with. So you're removed so long from like D Wade, for example. Fuck, let me look up some D Wade highlights just to like remind yourself these guys really were killers, man. These plays are awesome, and it's a different brand of what you're getting. Like I said, pick a sport, and I just, I think it's cool to just look at highlights of like players just so you just know the context like wow these players were some bad motherfuckers man yeah yeah and i'm saying hey i'm gonna i'm gonna take it further too like <laughs> we there ain't a lot of them left not right now like no, once once the curries and the hardens and all those guys are done like this next this next crop that we got for the most part it's 
It ain't underwhelming. Much. It ain't I much. What, I think it would be what just Luca and Luca Jaw. Yeah. Like, I guess Tatum. Tatum's still young. Yeah. yeah. He's like, only twenty five. Yeah. Donovan um, Mitchell. it's like yeah you know it's like it's under it's underwhelming i'll say that you know it's gonna be like the nba in the uh 70s where it was like a you know 70s and 80s before magic and bird we'll just say that where it was like ah, it's a cool league but yeah just names right like but it's just like there's no superstar there's nobody that you can point and say that is a superstar yeah you know uh well i mean i guess Giannis. i know well, the, I, the media will try and make it you know they'll they'll try and force the names on you so you, it will like stick in your head but overall no there's you can't because there was a point even in the in the 2000s where you could just name a team and you could just name a couple killers here yeah. you can't really you get deep enough like you can't really go uh, oh charlotte uh terry rosier <laughs> like, like you know, kind of charlotte as an example yeah I'm, well, I'm just saying it's just like you don't have that same appeal across the league. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of teams where you're just like, eh, they don't, they don't really got anybody. <laughs> right. So who they got? I was yeah. like, like Indiana Pacers, like Halliburton. It's like, who, nigga, who? Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, who? <laughs> right. <laughs> like who? Like no, you have to live in Indiana to know who this man is. Yeah. So, <laughs> definitely, the quality is dropping a bit. But um, hey, man, it's April first. The NBA season ends on April 9th. Ooh. So we down to the final eight days, and then it's gonna be play in, and then it's gonna be playoffs. Yeah, it's Playoff. getting tight. It's getting tight. Uh, yeah, it's getting a little bit harder to bet on, but uh, that's the season. Yes, indeed. I did go three and one last night, though. On the you know Ooh. y'all following along, I bless y'all. With four picks, <laughs> one night, three and one. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, but this was a it was kind of a light week in NFL news. I feel like the only thing that we really heard was uh, Lamar Jackson and then coaches at the capping convention, as I like to call it. Oh, bro, yes. Everyone speaking to the media, not saying anything, just making shit up. Um, but. I'm I'm gonna go in. I'm I'm gonna just give my what I think is gonna happen with this Lamar situation, or what I think has been happening with the Lamar's situation. So, obviously, you know he released a tweet, um, basically right as Harbaugh was about to be speaking, saying he requested a trade March second. Yada yada yada. He's not being valued, etc. What I view this as. Number one, he needs an agent. Like, sorry, bro. You got too yeah. much money on the line to not have an agent. If he had an agent, yeah. the deal would have already been done. But he's trying to do it yeah. himself. And uh, he's getting taken to business school. That's really what it is. And I don't think there's any scenario where he does not end up on the Ravens. That's why the Ravens did exactly what they did. It's like, Lamar, we want you here. We're not going to give you the contract you want. And it's like, well, I think I'm worth more than that. Oh, you think that? All right. Here's the um, non-exclusive franchise tag. Go find an offer. If somebody else gives you that offer, we'll match it. Crickets. Nobody has given him that offer. It's been crickets. Yeah. So uh, I, I feel like I just I just feel like 
obviously whoever is advising him, whatever, they, you know, <laughs> this is another level that they're dealing with and they aren't, they're not equipped to deal with this level of negotiation. And at the end of the day, I feel like Lamar is going to end up where he is right now in Baltimore. And that's why, um, again, I'm going to call it the capping convention and Harbaugh just like dismissed uh, the tweets and everything. It's like, we're planning for Lamar and, you know, excited to get back to work with him. So obviously I'm sure he was a little more stressed than he let off in that interview. But at the end of the day, I feel like it's pretty clear, like nobody in Baltimore is like, all right, we're moving off of Lamar now. Like what's, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's, okay. how, I, that's okay. how I feel about the situation. Obviously he's young, ego is hurt, pride is hurt. So, uh, you know, he's like, you know what? It, put it this way. I, because I, I, I get, I get your side and then I get Lamar's side too, where it's like, you know, it, it's always good to put that value on yourself, drive it up. But like you said, if you're getting taken to business school and you're not equipped, it just gets worse and worse and you lose out on money. So, yeah. and it's like, and if you're not, if you're not physically going to meetings with teams, like, what what are we really doing here? We're just sitting here, like, you know, what what's the representative doing? Are they calling teams? Are they visiting teams? Are you visiting teams? How are we doing this? You know? Yeah. Um, and also, he's he's got his injuries working against him. It's just like, hey, bro, you've been hurt <laughs> the last two years, like, unavailable at the end of the season, like, missed – uh, I think he's played in ten of his last twenty-two games, so it's like that—that's gonna—that's gonna come back to bite you. Especially now, he goes from somebody that never gets injured to somebody that's been injured the last two seasons. Can't count on him. Well, for yeah. me, where it gets interesting is uh, the kind of uh, spot the Ravens have Lamar in right now. To Legendarius's point, because it's just kind of like there's some upside that Baltimore has where. Maybe they're proving right now or they're trying to prove that Lamar is an injury risk. Like, do they know more than we know in terms of, like, is he actually more cooked than we know? Maybe he is limited and he maybe should be more of a pocket passer and he just can't move like he used to because we're never going to know. But I think it's interesting because last season when they were trying to get him back to play, if I remember correctly, weren't they insisting he was healthy? But he just wasn't playing. They were saying he was healthy enough to play. Yeah. But he wasn't 100%. That's correct. Interesting. Yeah, so that's where, like, it gets interesting, like, the more I think about it, because it's just, like, if Lamar's saying one thing, and even earlier they were putting up, he was responding to, like, questions of his durability, and if it's just all him, him just trying to say, like, you know, I'm not that injured, I'm just trying to be healthy, that's it. And it's just, like, I don't know, it's either Lamar, maybe you're healthy and it's fine, but uh, maybe the Ravens know you're kind of more at risk than we know. And I think there's a lot of gray area there, and that's where I don't think so. Yeah, I, I think he was. I think he was in a tough situation last season, like with the whole PCL injury, because like clearly that if you're playing on not a hundred percent PCL, then you can tear your ACL. You tear your ACL, you're out for a year. If I had a fully guaranteed contract, I'm risking it for my guys. Yeah, but. Yep. I don't have a fully guaranteed contract. I don't even have a, I don't have a contract period. So uh, am I going to risk a whole year worth of money for one game? Like, I'll be in a playoff game. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, realistically, he has until week 10 to sign the tag and play. But, I mean, I think it's what's wrong with him. I mean, if he really wanted to, what's wrong with sitting out a year? You're only going to get more healthy. It's not like he needs the money. He has plenty of endorsements. It's not. I don't think it's a money thing or he would have. So, do you know how much he makes off of those endorsements? I mean, Just I don't two. pocket watch, but I know he doesn't need a contract if he hasn't signed it already. I mean, he has until week 10. <laughs> yeah, but if he sits out a year, then even less yeah. teams are going to want him, and also yeah. he's going to get offered even less money than he's getting yes. offered right now. Allah, like we saw Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, Allah, yeah. Le'Veon Bell as well, and we saw how Deshaun Watson looked after sitting well, the, out two years. Well, even yeah. in the lifetime of like quarterbacks that played on a tag, there's really only been three quarterbacks that played on a tag. So I mean, I don't really fault Lamar to not jump at the idea of playing on a tag exclusive or non-exclusive. I wouldn't want But to. has a quarterback ever sat out? No. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's like and the 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 cat and mouse game here is okay, leader of the team, but you're sitting out? Like, you know what I mean? Like if you're a team and you're watching this closely that actually is interested, you're like, I don't know because that your team needed you, literally, and you you know you set out. Which, on the other side, it's like I don't have a contract. I want a contract. Like, I will play if I get a long term deal. And I'm pretty sure, you know, you you hear one side of the Ravens, you hear Lamar's. We already know like the truth lays somewhere in the middle. So, you, you know, if I, what I'm thinking is they're offering him team a team friendly deal. To where they can still build and he's more of like okay i i just hey hey back that you know back that brinks truck up i want at least 200 million guaranteed how we're gonna make this work so i think that's just where they're at or maybe he wants 250 million guaranteed but i don't know i as time went on i'm like i don't know if i'd give any player 250 million dollars guaranteed but i would give him 200 million dollars guaranteed and like on a three four year deal to where it's like okay you can re-up after your you know after like two or three years of the first deal honestly i feel like his best move is take a one-year deal where you know he gets paid like a top five you know one year fully guaranteed paid like a top five qb and then you just sit and you wait and you see what the Chargers do and you see what the Bengals do and then you say, you better give me that same shit. That's they both, the Chargers and the Bengals have to pay Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow this offseason. So This offseason? Like upcoming, like after the yeah, season yeah, ends. I think they're due. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, it's, it's like either... Jalen Hurts too. Jalen Hurts? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's like good. either either we're getting fully guaranteed contracts or <laughs> or not. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just going to be me. There's going to be other QBs in the same situation. And then from there, then the market is set. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And I think with, oh, God damn it, Kirk Cousins. I, was, I still can't believe this man still had, like, at the time, a three-year $84 million deal. But speaking of deals, I, I saw something interesting 
or they were talking about drafting running backs in the first round. I know we talked about this earlier, but I think this person was listening to our podcast because they said the same exact thing I said last year, you know, drafting somebody, you know, that's a running back in the first round, you know, your franchise, your franchise tag them. You don't ever sign them to five years, but a three, like a two to three year extension. Shit, you're chilling. That's not going to take up your salary cap. <laughs> Guaranteed yeah. the first for two years. And then I know like the whole talk about the NFL anyway is about guaranteed money because it's the only this is the only sports contract that's not fully guaranteed. Yeah. Um and it's the most violent sport in America. So it's like uh hopefully Lamar, you know, going against the big dogs, you know, gets you know, gets some sort of like win win scenario. Uh, sooner rather than later, but from the way I see it, it's going to take. So we're in um, April now, so I think it's going to be right around June, or like maybe even longer t- until we get a resolution. Yeah. Well, for me, where I get annoyed about this whole thing, and that, and why I still really can't get off the collusion angle, is like you have like these, <laughs> you have them come out at the capping convention, and like you have you know, personnel like Arthur Blank saying dumb shit like, you know, how can I don't understand how we can really how I'm can look at Lamar, you know, he's too much of a risk. His style of play is such a problem. And it's like you're the, a walking hypocrite, Arthur Blank, Mr. Cash Out Michael Vick, have the man in a wheelchair on the sideline to watch a game. Michael Vick never played a full sixteen game season as a Falcon. Okay. Yeah. And then you tried to you tried to sign Deshaun Horny Man Watson who had two ACL tears anyway, but your conclusion is, uh, I'm not really entertaining this Lamar. Like, what are you, bro, you've done nothing but entertain problem players your your tenure, your recent tenure. So when when you come out and say that, it's very interesting, but I don't hear anyone talk about Joe Burrow's style of play, who's kind of yeah. similar, who's kind of putting yeah. his body out there too, but everyone will just pile on Lamar. Oh, let's make yeah. it so this guy can't get like whatever he's trying to get. Let's ruin his argument. It's just like, right. all right, dude. Okay, at a certain point, I can give your argument some weight, but the evidence is also the evidence. Arthur Blank, you're the last person who should be talking about not trying to pay a certain type of player for some reason when you've done it Building. ad nauseum. No, you're right. But remember what I said when this whole thing El Saga started. I said, what do the Ra- yeah, what are the Falcons, Raiders, uh Colts, Commanders all have in common? They're fucking losers. Yeah, they're fucking losers. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, you know, oh yeah, we 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 want to do it this way. It was like, well, you guys have been, you know, three and fourteen or seven and ten mediocre, you know, just riving in mediocrity mediocrity for years. And then you have an MV, a former MVP on the table, and you'd rather be mediocre than win a championship. That's the difference between, you know, the bottom, you know, the bottom dwellers and people who win, as far as the teams. So it's like, you know, I I don't know if they're, you know, I don't know if it's like a smokescreen, but I feel it's not. You know, you know, it, it, it's like character assassination at this point. So. Yeah, and I think I can admit I'm probably approaching this whole thing wrong anyways. I'm probably applying too much logic to this whole process to begin with. Just because I'm thinking, like, 
for example, you know, I play Madden, I have my franchise mode, I want to be in the best position possible to win. So I don't understand how we're coming out and saying as these organizations in real life, I'm not trying to put my team in the best position to win. I just I just don't understand that. So I think what I'm doing is just putting too much logic into it. And I think that's exactly where I'm just throwing myself off in terms of trying to understand this week to week saga. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure something's going to change next week. Oh, I We're just going to keep that bum Lamar in Baltimore. That's all we got to do. <laughs> He's no good. Just keep him in Baltimore. Well, that's even you can have him. Trade for him. We're not even interested. <laughs> right. We're not interested in him. What do you mean? <laughs> well, the Ravens got to do something because then they just get a new OC. So they got to kind of get the ball rolling on integrating something. You got to. You know, get well, those it's, it's not it's not the Ravens at this point. It's it's just it's who's gonna blink first in the pissing match. That's really what it is. Well, yeah, well, so, even outside of that, like the at a certain point, if you're the Ravens, like all right, we have to move on with an offensive game plan in the event that Lamar isn't there. Let's like kind of see what's going on. Now, I don't mean sign anyone or anything like that. I'm just saying with what you have, knowing you, I believe they have a new OC, uh, Legendarius. Would you happen to know that? I'll talk to you. Yeah, we do. It's a uh... He was a Georgia OC. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you have a new OC. I'm sure the priority right now, I would think, is get this guy integrated. What are you trying to do? And then if Lamar's not there, you guys kind of, what's the contingency? I am well, thinking of that angle. We now. got pro yes. bowler Snoop Huntley. What are you talking no. about? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying maybe <laughs> it's time for Baltimore to, like, get off of this Lamar thing. And, like, let's just focus on building for the season. No, you know, I think because he's not going to be a first-round pick anyway. Uh, they'll probably draft Stetson Bennett. No, yeah, that's what I, think. I was about to say that. Because uh, he's, he's, what, 25, 26 years old anyway? Like, older than Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, like, he's, he's just going to come in, probably be a good placeholder for now. And the draft is coming up, too. Yeah, so you don't want to make any moves you know, before team, the draft. Right. So, you know, teams are going to be uh, doing their final pushes for like the mix and play chess pieces. So who knows? Maybe Lamar gets traded on draft day. And Shut Ravens up. go Ravens go after uh Anthony Richardson. I don't know. What? No. Off topic but on topic. Okay, you mentioned Stinson Bennett. Where do you guys see Hendon Hooker going? Who? Who? Hendon Hooker. Who? <laughs> I don't it doesn't matter where he goes. He will not be he will not be playing. He's not. He's not. He's not going to be like. Nah, he's not, he's not an NFL first please. round. He ain't no first round quarterback. He'll be like the third or fourth round, mid round guy. You know. And I goes, wish I remembered the dude who did it. He did a mock draft, and he had him going. He was like the fifth QB projected to go. I was like, wow, that's a little high. Isn't he like an injury risk or something? Wait, who? He's old too. Well, I forgot. I forgot the that the dude who did it, but you know everyone and their mother. No, 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 no. Wait, what other quarterback are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about Hooker, Hooker, Hooker from Tennessee. Oh Tennessee. yeah, he's like 25. Yeah. Yeah, he's old. He's like he's about to be. I think. I yeah. Some people think he's gonna fall to the. Oh no, not fall. He'd be drafted in the first round to the Vikings. I was like, they're not gonna waste that on him. Like he like he's gonna be in the second, third round. You know, he's solid, but he's 25 years old. Yeah. Like, no, no. (laughs) And they didn't run a, they didn't run a pro style offense in Tennessee. Yeah. 
was, yeah, I'll spread them out. So, who cares? <laughs> right. He ain't gonna yeah, be Jalen yeah, Hurts. <laughs> right. I'm um, saying, so yeah, people, people outside of the top three, I, it's usually like you just got to see uh, where well, you go. Especially in this year's draft, like the QBs are already like, all right, I'm not gonna say they're bad, but they're not. It's not like next year's draft where you got two like solidified studs, Caleb Williams and Drake May. So it's just Woo! like, damn, Caleb you know. Williams. One year away. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb will like, hey, <laughs> real talk. Lamar, you can sit out this season. Ravens, let's go 0-17 and draft Caleb Williams. I'll be a happy man. Because Caleb Williams ah. is going to be that dude. He's going to be that dude. I'm telling you. Damn, that's a hell of a play. <laughs> <laughs> but then your, your new OC looks bad if you go that way. That's true. Fire him yeah. and uh, hire Lincoln Riley as an OC. Oh, shit. Let's go. Oh, shit. He, we got the solutions over here. Yes, sir. There you go. <laughs> but uh, you, before we wrap, you gonna you gonna tell the people about yeah yeah I, uh, past time. Just, you know uh, MLB opening opening week. You know season started this week. Um, I was just interested to check in just because of the whole pitch clock thing. So I watched a little bit. I didn't check every game, unfortunately. But the pitch clock it definitely makes a huge difference. Not so much as like again. I'm not gonna. If you're not into it, going back to what you said, Legendarius. I'm not. I'm not a baseball messiah. But in terms of like what the game would give you, averaging about three plus hour games to pitch clock, where it's like should have get off the pot, and there are violations that have been happening, and it's already madness. So it's already more entertaining comparatively. But outside of that, I will just give some love to the Angels. They're going to be the lovable losers this year, and it's going to be great to see because you're going to have Otani just beating people at bat. And then you have, you know, in the outfield, great players like Hunter Renfro, who made a fantastic behind-the-back catch. I totally insist you guys see it. It was, a, it was versus the A's. Player just hits the ball into the outfield. Renfro throws his arm back in a freak-like reaction. Just totally catches it behind his head. It was just so tight. That's the cool thing about baseball for me as not like not a serious guy who even watches it. The highlights are pretty legit. But also what I found the most funniest of the week for the MLB that I saw was none other than the San Francisco Giants being absolutely buried by the Yankees. So what I thought was funny about this was you have Aaron Judge who was court being courted all last season. Where is he going to go? Where is he going to go? And he was connected to the Giants for a sum of money. Obviously, it didn't work out. But I just think it's really funny while, like, the team right here, his first at-bat, boom, home run. And then I actually just watched it live just because I was like, oh, here's Aaron Judge at-bat. It's the Giants anyways. Let me just see. And, yeah, boom. And I, I just – it was a good laugh. I immediately <laughs> – this is why – I don't know what so – I don't know what record is going to break this year, fan. but he's going to break something. You're sadistic, man. How can you do that to your own team? Man, I don't claim the Giants as any more than I claim the A's. I just watch them. <laughs> I'm not even gonna fake it. But that was those are my MLB observations for the week, man. All right. I think that about does it, right? I think it does. I think it does. You know, covered all the uh, all different grounds. So <laughs> shout out true. to the women. That's true. We gave you guys a little menu today. We really did. Hey, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is episode seven of Sports Minds. Yeah, what did you say? 
I said we're almost at 10. It's, it's, it's real. Oh, are we on 10 yet? Not yet. <laughs> um, but as always, you know, like, subscribe, um, follow us, TikTok, Instagram. Rate us five stars. Leave comments. <laughs> share it with your friends, your family, your mama, your auntie. Yeah, and all you guys, all you guys, all you money heads that like to run bets, you guys are seriously missing out on some easy pickings, man. Like, just check the thing out. Get the easy, easy picks. money. Tie them up with your own picks for a bigger payout. Just don't, don't, don't miss out. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we back next week. I might bless y'all with another three pack tonight. Shit. Uh oh. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. I'm buying a three pack. Hey, but all right. That 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 wraps it. We're gonna be back next week. Stay safe, stay blessed. We out. Peace. Peace.